Shalom Eichem, dear friends, we're in Parsha Shoftim, and we're sending out this, this shear a little bit earlier than usual, um, and that has to do with a recent event that I was uh, misboning on, and uh, has to do with this week's Parsha. We are all aware of the very unusual and quite awesome phenomenon that took place here in Rogers Park and that was that a tornado touched down in uh, the park right over here um, on Jarlath and Washtenau. Uh This is a park that I have often walked around in and looked at these enormous powerful trees huge, tall, thick, unbelievable, and I've looked at them many times and have been blown away by their tremendous stature, and uh, obviously to be in the spoil from the Niflos Habore. Um, and now, if one goes back to this park, which I did, after the tornado, it's an unbelievable sight. If you haven't been there, it's, you, you must go. It's something like you've never seen before. It's it's as if a uh, bomb went off over there. And all these trees, not all of them, but many of them, are completely uprooted from the ground, fallen over. It's, it's, it's a sight to be had. Um, and when one looks at this, you have to take away a Musar Haskell. Um, especially being that this thing landed literally in our backyard. This landed, it touched down in Rogers Park. In, in, in this park right here um, in our own neighborhood. So I was thinking, what's the Musar Haskell? And uh, the answer is, uh, it begins with a Pasuk in this week's Parsha. Pasuk says, when you besiege a city, um, and you should roy the fruit trees surrounding the city, because rather you should eat from it, and don't cut it down. Ki ha'adam eats hasada. Now, uh, in the uh, in, in the Pshat, the Targum, uh, others explain that it means it's a rhetorical question. What is a man? Uh, is the, is it a man? A tree of the field means uh, the, the, is this a warrior? This is a man who you're warring with. That that's why you're cutting it down. It's a tree. It's a tree. Why why are you cutting it down? It's not a man. However, the Gemor and Tainus brings the Rabbi Yochanan Darshan this Pasuk. Why does it say, Is it a Ki Ha'adam Eitz Asada? Says Rabbi Yochanan, Vichi Adam Eitz Asada, who is a man, a tree? Means he's learning it as, as a statement, not as a wonderment, but as a statement that a man is the tree of the field. He's asking, how, in what way? How so? So he says, 
about a Talmud Chacham, that if it's a Talmud Chacham who is Hogun, who is, uh, who is fit, who is right, who is a Tzaddik, in addition to being a Talmud Chacham, that he should eat from his fruits, means and, and don't cut him down. Uh, but if he's, if he's a Talmud Chacham, does not Hogun, so then you shouldn't eat from him, and rather you should cut him down. But Rabbi Yochan understands the Pasuk is telling us over here that an Adam is, a, is, like, is like a tree. The obviously in the pshat is the pasuk is telling us rhetorically what is 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 it a, is it a man the, the tree of the field, but the the mforshim explained that Hazar bothered Rabbi Yochan was bothered. What kind of a rhetorical questions? Who in the world would think that a tree is a man? That's not uh, at all a hava amina. The Torah needs to come. And exclude. So the fact that the Torah ha- goes and says it like this is to hint to us that a man actually is compared to a tree in certain ways. I mean, a tree is certainly not a man, but a man is in some ways like a tree. And uh, namely, he could be a good tree, a fruit tree, uh, a tree that, whose fruit should be eaten, or he could be like a bad tree. That's what the Gemorian Tainus says. Um, this, of course, brings us to the Mishnah in Avos, towards the end of the third parak, where Rabbi Elzer ben Azariah says, every person, if his wisdom is greater than his deeds, is compared to a tree that its branches are greater than its roots, these branches are great and its roots are small and so the, when the wind will come it will uproot him and, and throw him down on his face whereas someone whose actions are greater than his wisdom is similar to a tree that it has um, relatively few or small branches, but it has great roots. And even if all the winds of the world were to come and blow on it, it would not, it would not be moved. Um, so the... First, just to understand the Mishnah, the, of course, we understand why we, why we should care about this Mishnah, because this Mishnah seems to be telling us exactly what we just experienced. We just saw a tornado touch down, a tremendous wind, and it took some of these enormous trees, these giant trees with these enormous roots, uh, and these even greater branches... And because the branches were bigger than the roots, even though the roots were quite strong, quite big roots, but the branches were bigger, and so the wind was able to uproot these trees and throw them down on the ground. And you see these enormous trees, it's like a graveyard of these giants laying in the park, like a domino. It's unbelievable. Um, Where some trees are still standing, unaffected, seemingly because they have greater roots. The roots are greater than the branches. So, 
it's a tremendous Musr, Haskell that Hashem is giving us, we should try to understand what this is. Why, by understanding this Mishnah, we can hear the message of what landed in our backyard, of telling us that you should know that if your Chochmah is greater than your deeds, then this may be your faith, Chassashalom, of being uprooted and thrown down by a powerful wind. Whereas if we would be like the other trees that before, they all looked the same. These trees and those trees, they all looked the same. They were big trees, nice good branches, and you couldn't tell who's who. All of a sudden a big strong wind came along, and the ones with the shallow roots relative to their branches are laying down on their faces, laying down on the ground, dead, completely uprooted with nothing left, and the other ones are still fully uh, entrenched, like the Mishnah of Akiyavos over here, Elizabeth Nazaria brings, Shenemar, Vayakeetz, Shasul, Almayim, it'll be, you'll be like a tree planted on the water banks, and your leaves will not wither, and uh, you, you have strong roots. Yeah, so that's so th- th- that's obviously tremendous distinction that can be made when a strong wind comes. We want to make sure to be from the trees that are standing. So how do we understand this? What is this distinction? So, first of all, Maral explains that the reason why a person's mycem are compared to his roots and a person's wisdom is compared to his branches is because the we are not a philosophy. This is not a philosophy course of having lofty thoughts. This Yiddishkeit is real. Yiddishkeit is an avoda that Adam does. And the Iker Adam, the real person, is his phys- is, is the physical self, is the, is, is the real me. Um, and the, and, and the maisim, the mitzvahs that a person does, that's, that's real. That's, uh, there's, no, there's, no, there's no denying that. So that would be like the shorish, that would be the, the etzim, the, the, the primary aspect of a person's existence. Whereas what comes out of it, what an, an extension of it, um, those would be like the branches reaching up to lofty um, heights. That's chokhmah. Uh, that chokhmah is keeps splintering and growing and expanding more and more and more. And of course, the thought is that the the, the, the message the the Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah is trying to convey to us is that thoughts that don't lead to actions. Why does a tree have to have branches? Well, the branches are supposed to be covered with leaves, and those leaves are supposed to pick up on the solar energy that's coming, and they're supposed to empower and energize the tree, and that's supposed to translate to deeper and deeper roots. So the tree is going to grow overall proportionately healthy, where the chokhmah that a person has is then translated to greater and greater maisim, and there never becomes a disconnect 
and uh, just this disproportionate development of branches without the roots also growing, right? That's someone who could be a giant tree and yet be uh, impervious, be uh, strong enough to withstand even a tornado. Whereas, if a person is growing in wisdom, but that's not translating to his mycin, to his actions, it's not changing who he is as a person in his kishkas, when he is honest with himself, when he closes his eyes at night, what is he thinking of? That person, so the wisdom keeps on going, and but, but, the, but the rules don't follow, so then the wind is going to come along and blow him over. That's the, that's the simple understanding of the Mishnah. The Maharal is bothered. is a kasha. Why should the... You have two people. They're both, as far as the actions are concerned, um, one is doing level... 7 of actions, well, from 1 to 10, he's pretty big tzaddik, level 7. The other one's doing level 8, he's even doing more mitzvahs, he's a higher level tzaddik, he does more mitzvahs, he does the mitzvahs nicer, he does he does them with more with more zrizus, with, with more zihirus. But, the first person, he's really, he has very little chokhmah, he has only has a small amount of chokhmah. Say on a scale of 1 to 10, he, he's a level 5. So the first person has a 5 on Chochmah, 7 on Maisim. The second person who has an 8 on the Maisim, but, but he has a 9 on Chochmah. He, he has much, much greater Chochmah, only a little bit greater Maisim. So the Maral says, I don't get it. Why should this person, the second person, who is so much greater than Chochmah, he has a 9 compared to the other guy's 5, and he, he has greater Maisim. So why should he get blown over by the wind? I mean... If he had less mycin, his roots weren't as good, okay, then I understand why he's getting blown over. But he has more mycin, he has better mycin than, than the first guy. So just because he has more chokhmah, that's gonna necess- that's gonna dictate that he should get blown over by the wind. And he says an answer, it's a little bit of a cryptic answer. He says that when a person with his wisdom enters into higher and higher realms, if he's not fit for these levels of wisdom, which means that his actions are not on that, on that level, and you know, in, in, the, in the Sforma Kadoshim, it says that if a person is, right, is learning the Holy, the holy Sforum and he's not a big tzaddik, so then it, it can really bring on very negative things because person, there has to be a continuity. So if a person's wisdom is on level 9, he's learning very, very lofty things, but his missile performance, his mycem are on a lower level, so it says, it, it means that his wisdom is perverted, it, it's lacking. And that's what it says that... Uh, for the for the for the people that grab the Torah, that take the Torah with the right hand, so it's a samachaim. It's a, it's a medicine that gives a person life. But lemasmilim, those that treat it with the left, they they, they don't in, internalize it. They just grab it. They, they they take it with the left hand, but they don't bring it in to their innards. They don't change from it. So then it's a samamovus. It's a it becomes like a drug, uh, a drug. 
Sal Mulvis means it's a, Sal means a drug, but by a, by a drug I mean like a, an illicit substance. It's, it gives a person a high. It's a it's a it's exciting. It's tantalizing. It's wow. The thing he's learning is so interesting. But being that it's not changing who he is as a person, he's not growing in his mycem. So then, to a certain extent, he just becomes more and more addicted, and he, and he starts to become rotten, and like a a uh, person who's addicted to to drugs, that it uh, it can really ruin his life. That's that's a sour mother. It's 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 a it's a drug of death. It means a person has to be balanced. A person's wisdom has to be constantly translating more and more into his mycem. And if it ever starts to bottleneck and just becomes a, a, a purpose on itself, just acquiring more wisdom, then Chas V'shalom is a churban. It's a churban to the Torah that he's doing. And uh, because the Torah is not just a philosophical work. The Torah is, it's from a language, the Torah is from a language of horror, of instruction, of indicating to a person how to live. And so if he's not treating it as such, then that's a, that's a bizarre to the Torah. It's a perversion of that divine wisdom, and that's why it becomes a Sam Hamovus. Um, the that's how the morale in Perkiavos understands it. The question that we want to ask is that in the Gur Arye, uh, in Bereshis, in Periktes Pasachafalov, morale there is talking about. Why, if a person gets drunk, which Noah did, why that's such a terrible thing? So he says that the reason is because a person's seichel is that which he connects to with Hashem. And if a person gets drunk, he cuts off that seichel, he cuts off that connection, that dveikus. And then... He can be. He can just be exiled. That's the Rashi over there brings that the getting drunk was the cause why the, for the ten northern tribes to be exiled from their land because the person is no longer davuk to Hashem, and so he, so he compares it that it's as if the seichel is like the roots of a person. Now we're changing around the entire marshal. We're again going with the fact that. A uh, person is like a tree, and he brings our pasuk here. Adam eats a sada. That a person is like a tree, and but now we're saying that a person's intellect, a person's seichel, is like his roots. That's what it's like an upside down tree where the mind that would be the roots, and the legs and the arms would be like the branches, and so the seichel connects a person. To Hashem, it, it that's the roots that dig in to the heavens, and then a person who's firmly nizdabek in Hashem, then the nothing can move him. But if he gets drunk and he destroys that seichel, it's as if he cut those those roots, and then he can be blown over. That's what he explains over there, and uh, the truth is that the that the Ramchal. In Sefer Kinnus Hashem Tzvokos, uh, seems to explain it in a similar way, more with a more Kabbalistic language, but um, but the same but the same uh, direction. And so the obvious question is: So which one is it? 
the, the Mishnah Perkeavos seems to be comparing a person's chokma to branches and a person's maisim to roots. And yet, we have here the Maral and the Ramchal both comparing a person's seichel to roots. This is what clings to Hashem, this is what person is in this dabik to Hashem with. So, I think that before we get lost in the moshal, we have to just take a step back and remind ourselves, what's the roots and what's the branches? The root is the ikr, it's the primary part of the tree. In fact, sometimes the ikr in Chazal is used as a term either for trunk, but sometimes it's used as a term for the roots. It's the ikr, it's the primary thing, is the, is the essential thing. The branches are secondary, they're extensions. They're, you could cut a branch down and the tree will just grow, grow another one. It's not a big deal. It's like, it's like uh, nails, like hair that we have, that they're growing. It's, it's, it's an extension. You cut it off, it'll grow again. But the roots, if you cut the roots, if you destroy the roots, that's it. There's, no, there's nothing else. So it means one is the primary and one is the secondary. The real person versus, versus an extension, something that's meant to augment and to help. So on the most straightforward level, if I'm doing an action, if I'm put to a test, if someone comes to me and says, there's a real need, there's a real fundamental need, and, and we need you to contribute, we need you to help in a, in a, in a, in a real way. Uh, whether it be a, a significant financial contribution, I don't know, to, to rescue a, 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 captor, a, a, a captive person uh, or, or whatever it may be, to go travel somewhere, to do, to save someone. If a person is willing to stand up and do it, that means that this is the real person. That means this is him. Whereas uh, abstract wisdom, things that the people play with in their minds, that's a secondary thing. That's, that's, that's not the real person. That's what the Mishnah Perkyal is telling us. The Maran, the Gurari over here, that he's talking about, that a person's seichel is the tool to be nizdabek to Hashem, and the Ramchal as well, this is a completely different concept. We're not talking about philosophizing, we're not talking about abstract thought, we're talking about what's called hasaga. We're, called, we're talking about a dveikus that can be accomplished that a person can have with the Boreolum, with the creator, with his own creator, with the creator of the entire world, through his through his mind to a certain extent. That's the greatest dvekus that we can accomplish. Is is the, where we can be massing, we can reach a level of das where we connect to the understanding of a creator, the understanding of Hashem who's guiding our lives and it's a very that's a very very real it's a very very powerful thought that a person can live with that's that's what will energize his his everything his amuna his bitachon all of his mitzvahs are going to be energized by that like Rabbi Akiva says that the Talmud Torah is greater than all of them because it's maybe a person to all these things it's it's the it's the real driving force behind everything it's not just um, chokhmah, just uh, book knowledge, but it's a real experiential connection to uh, the Creator, and that's that's an even higher level. And that's to a certain extent 
the the Mephorshim, many of the Mephorshim, the 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 Rishus Chachma, the the son of the Gro in the Hagdamah Tzafatus Niusa, and a number of others, all point out this interesting fact. They all ask, how can Klausel say Nasev Nishma? We will do and we will listen. What do you mean you will do and you will listen? No one can do without first listening. There has to first be, you, you have to first know what you're supposed to do before you can do it. So of course there has to be a, 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 a Nishma that precedes that. But that Nishma, that is an intellectual comprehension. That's intellectually, I understand what I'm supposed to do. That, there's nothing to talk about. That's, that's not important. That's not, that's not great. That anybody will do to listen to what you're told and process the information. What they were saying is, whatever that may be, we will do that. That's the NASA. That's all included in the NASA. NASA means, whatever you say, we will hear that and we will go, we will do it. So that first level of hearing is a very low level. That's not really anything to write home about. It's really the doing that's much greater. And that would be very consistent with the Mishnah Perkyavas that we're looking at right now. That the Chochmah, that's the branches. That's just the way that you get the sunlight in. That's just the way that you manage to bring in power into your roots. But then really what's happening is, is really is the Maisim. It's all about the Maisim really. So that's the Nasa. But then they say, so what's the Nishma? The Nishma is when after you are doing everything, you're doing everything then you become a true Eved Hashem. You become a person who is connected to the Ratzon of Hashem and is listening to the Ratzon of Hashem, is yearning for the Ratzon of Hashem. Then that's when the real Nishma comes in. That's when you hear that silent little voice, that connection to the, to the inner Ratzon of Hashem where it's not about understanding what Hashem wants you to do to, so that you can go ahead and do it. You're doing it anyway. It's now the nishma is itself, it's not a means to an end, it's not a way to know what to do so I can do it, but it's an end in itself. It's the relationship itself. And that's the highest level of dvekus. And that's what the Maharal and the Gurari over here and the Ramchal in Sefer Kinnus Hashem Tzvakos is talking about that connection where the mind now is no longer just a tool to bring information to the body so that we should know what Muslims to do, but rather it itself becomes the root. It itself becomes the primary, the, the Iker Adam, the Iker relationship is the Dveikus to Hashem through the Hasagas that we can have in the, in the depths of our hearts when we contemplate about what life is all about. And that's obviously would be a message to take away from this unbelievable sight that we can all go see in, in Rogers Park. All these giant trees fallen over some, but some trees are still standing, as if nothing happened. Their roots were so powerful that their roots were greater than their branches. And that's why they withstood such a tremendous wind. When there's no wind, everybody looks like they're all very hush of. They're all standing there wearing their black hats, looking so frum. But when a big wind comes, it's only the people by whom their true, deep, real existence is connected to Hashem, those are the people that are going to be still connected and not be impacted, not be blown over by that strong wind. Bez Hashem, we should be Zoha 
from to be from those bnei aliyah, from those people who are nazdabik and Hashem, and that it should say about us, like the Navi Yumiya says, you should be like a tree planted on a river bank, valuable, uh, and his leaves will not will not wither, and uh, he'll be there's Hashem fruitful into his late late years.